Right, so this is the Passion for Progress podcast, episode one. This podcast, me and Charlie basically decided we were going to make on Saturday morning. We had a little thought behind it, and then we just thought we are going to jump straight in the deep end and go for it. Uh, we'd never done this before, so we're just sort of giving it a go. Now, the reason behind the Passion for Progress podcast name is we have a, it's very simple, a passion for progress. Yeah, simply. So... We have a passion for helping other people, hence why we are both personal trainers and online coaches. Um, but we want to kind of take it past that and help people, not just in a fitness way, um, but in business too and in their, in their lives. And they can potentially listen to this and take anything positive away from this and implement it in their lives going forward. Yeah, so all about helping other people um, and obviously trying to rub, another, rub off on other people. They need to have a passion for progress too um, and be making progress in all areas of life. Yes, fun. So, this first episode is all about Fraser's story, how he started, how he got there, where he's at now, um, all the reasons why, um, and some little tips tips to how he done it. So, should we get straight into it? Yeah, let's do it. So, first of all, where were you? What were you doing? How old were you um, when you when your journey started? Oh, blimey! Right. So, going back to college. Uh, so obviously, what was the age of that? Like sixteen to eighteen. I was at college studying business, accounting, and maths. Now, it went okay. Um, I basically ended up getting an accounting apprenticeship from that, and I went into the apprenticeship purely because, well, the main reason because my dad sort of nudged me in that direction. Uh, he, he, my dad's basically been a builder his whole life, and he's done big jobs for accountants and. He's seen them in their big houses, earn loads of money, and thought he's going to sort of nudge me in that direction. He's, he was just being a good dad. He was trying to look out for me and do what's best for me. So I can't sort of fault him for that. Then what happened at the accounting apprenticeship, because I didn't enjoy it and I had no passion for it, I couldn't put energy into it. Therefore, I couldn't progress with it. So I ended up actually getting fired Um didn't tell anyone, not even my ex-girlfriend at the time. I didn't tell my parents. I came home, I told them I quit my job, but I actually got fired. Very embarrassing moment for me. At that point in time, I genuinely felt like my life was pointless and it was ending. Not ending, but like, yeah, I just had no meaning. Now, then I went into labouring with my dad. Obviously, him being a builder, he just said, right, come work for me. So I did. Again, did not enjoy that one bit and then went on holiday and ended up having a bit of an epiphany at a festival called Hideout and that point there was the the turning point for me so I basically came home and quit my job on the spot with my dad and just said right I'm going to do my own thing at this point so and at that very point in time I started putting into place something called the law of attraction so something called the secret that sort of theory there and ever since then I've applied that and it has paid off for me so yeah no so quite a lot of story to go but obviously at hideout so what really happened to hideout what did you think um what was sort of the big epiphany um, and how has that led you on to sort of coming home and doing what you did so I went to hideout and at that time I was sort of training for it like the, the only thing that I was sort of looking forward to throughout the day was going to the gym after work so I remember going to hideout and I put quite a lot of energy into getting in shape for it. And then I went to hideout and I remember, like I said, 
basically things happened that week and I had the epiphany, I had the thought process that like, there's got to be a little bit more to life than what I was currently doing. So, and, and then I sort of remembered the secret because I actually watched it some time ago before and I sort of thought it was just like some very rubbish, like I didn't, I, honestly I thought it was like just weird. weird. I actually thought like this is stupid. But, um, <laughs> yeah. So I went to hideout and yeah, that, that was the full process. I just, I had a moment where I was like, right, I'm, I'm going to make a change when I get back, came back and like I said, qu- quit the job. So yeah, so... When you come back, what changes did you start making? I mean, was it, was it I know a lot of it was mindset. Um, in terms of your mindset, your business, how did everything start? So, got back from hideout and going back to what I was saying about getting in shape. Uh, obviously, that's what I was passionate about, was training. And I remember coming home and where we are sat right now, I it was basically my dad's garage and it had tools everywhere. Walls weren't painted. I had like cracked mirror had some old spin lock dumbbells it was just rubbish in there like it was his garage paint on the shelves his tools led everywhere and i just remember thinking i'm just gonna start training people like and at that like looking back now i think i was crazy because at that time like i remember my friends being like what are you doing like it's not gonna work like and i just I don't know why, i just done it. And again, because I was passionate about it. I wanted to do it because I enjoyed it. I didn't really care about money. I just wanted to do it because I wanted to help people and I enjoyed training myself. So yeah, started doing that. And when I first got back from hideout, I remember that first day, I quit my job on the spot. I then, this is all a bit of a mad story. Like my friends actually yeah, so thought I went crazy. Why I, did you quit your job? Did you have a belief? Yeah, I had a belief. So that's where it started. I had a belief that obviously I wanted more out of life than what I was currently getting. And at that point, I took zero responsibility for where I was. And I believe that is one of the key factors to getting anywhere in life is taking 100% responsibility for where you are today because that is no one's fault but your own. Um, And at that time, I just blamed everyone else. Like my dad wouldn't, like I would ask my dad to give me a pay rise. And I, I didn't earn the pay rise. So like, where's the logic in that? It just, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, so you were just sort of blaming everyone else for basically getting sacked for your job when they didn't even know you'd been sacked, but you were just in this sort of low mentality where your situation was everyone else's fault. Whereas yeah, 100%, 100%. Like, and I'd, I'd have this envious, jealous mindset where I'd see someone on Instagram and be like, oh, like, if I watched me now, if I watched me back then, like, watching me here, I would be like, oh, these two guys, what are they doing? Absolute yeah. dicks. Like, so. trying to do a podcast. Like, what, what, <laughs> what are they playing at? Like, that would be the thought process. Like, I would just put them down to try and make me feel better. Exactly. And now I've, I'm the complete opposite. So I... I take inspiration from people. So if people try to do something, I think that's great. If people try to start a business, like my clients would tell me, oh, I'm starting a business, that I'm buzzing about that. Like, yeah. So it's just, yeah, that switch of mindset. Um, but yeah, that's, that's sort of when I come home from hideout, obviously the whole car situation, should I go into that? Or? Yeah, go into the car a little bit. I think that's, that's yeah? a good one. Yeah, all right, cool. So got back from hideout, quit my job on the spot, um, went to 
a casino in Reading and I actually ended up gambling 500 pounds. I put it on black and I doubled my money. Now, I just had this crazy sort of visualization that that was gonna happen. It was gonna go red and gonna go black and it actually did. And then the next day I went to BMW in Sunnydale and I bought a car. Like it, it was so on the spot, it was like, the night before I was like, oh, I'm gonna go buy a new car tomorrow. And the next day I went to BMW, didn't even look at all the cars. I was just like, right, I have that one. And he was like, I haven't showed you upstairs yet. And I said, no, nah, no, nah, I want that one. Like that, that's what I want. And I think it was like one of the quickest sales they've ever had or something he told me. And, and Sun and Dell's obviously a very wealthy yeah. area yeah. and they've got like pro golfers and stuff. So you can imagine they probably had some quick sales. Yeah. And I was just like, right, that one. And then went into, obviously got that car, I'm driving home in the car, well, got picked up the car the next day, but I'm driving home in the car. And at this point, I've not got a job, because I quit. I've not got no money in the bank. I remember that my car that I had at the time was like a gray polo. I exchanged it. And the money I got from that, I used it as, as a deposit. And then the money I had in the bank, I put towards it. So I've now got no money in the bank. I've not got one payment. The payments at the time were 420 pounds a month. My insurance was 126 a month, I believe. And so that's what, five, five, six hundred pounds a month. And that's on top of other stuff like phone bills and stuff. And I've not got any money to pay my next lot of bills. So I believe pressure is very good and people need to put their back against the wall to yeah, pull something yeah. off sometimes. That, that, that's where growth happens. Yeah. Like you need to sort of be in that zone to, to grow. So, so you sort of put pressure. It's not the ideal situation. But you, your mentality was, I've got this feeling, I'm going to make it work. Put pressure on myself. I've got £500 a month for expenses now, and I've got no money. This, If anything is going to make me work, these direct debits are going to... Yeah, yeah, 100%. So I used the term before, like, you... As long as... Like, whatever decision you make, you can make it the right decision. Yeah. So even though that wasn't the right decision to my parents, and I come home and they're like, what are you doing? I made it the right decision because I pulled it off. Now, if I didn't have that pressure, I might yeah. not pulled yeah. pulled it off because I know that, right, I can't go out now. Right, I've got to focus on this. Right, I've got to make money. And I remember at the time, like, my ex-girlfriend's dad, he thought I was, like, drug dealing and stuff. And people just thought, who's this guy? He's just been to a festival in Croatia. He's come back next day. He bought a brand new car. And the funny thing was, people on social media thought I was balling. Like, I remember I put a picture up in front of BMW and I, I, get, I don't really know why I've done it to be fair but I put a picture <laughs> yeah. up in front of BMW and it, and it was brand new no miles on it and I was 21 at the time and I had people message me like mate what do you do to, to earn money and, and like they it's crazy social media because you're just painting you can paint a bullshit picture yeah 100% you yeah, like I said, you can paint a picture that isn't necessarily true, and that's why social media is a little bit toxic, because people can pretend. Yeah, everyone thought you were balling, when realistically, you should not have had that car. Nah, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have had the car. Like, Yeah, people thought I was balling, and I was the opposite to balling. I was broke as... <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, very broke. From there, obviously you got the car... Chilling, looking, looking good on Instagram, but nothing in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you go from there? So obviously, then I know from CDG before, graph kicked in, um, your mindset properly switched even more. Where did you go from there? 
Okay, so I got the car, came back. Now, like I said, I, I had a passion for training and fitness and helping people. So I turned this place, I gradually just, I had bits of equipment and I, the good thing with like Instagram, I remember like social media, there's pros and cons. You can use it to your, to benefit you or you can use it as a big negative. Uh, if you use it for like business and stuff and to potentially get clients and that way, that's what I did at first. I was promoting on Instagram and sort of said, right, I'm training people now, uh, message me if you want a session. And to be fair, I had, I had a few people message me and I, I was very surprised because these people I didn't even know yeah. and they're coming to somewhere where they probably walked in here and in my head, I didn't even think about this, but like they probably walked in here like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> this is terrible. And fortunately, I knew enough about training to still get people results regardless in of the good equipment. shape, yeah. yeah. Um, and I feel like that's one thing touched on as well. The results will speak for themselves as it is for you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the results spoke for themselves. One hundred percent. And you can give someone a whole gym, the best gym in the world, yeah. but they could not get anywhere with it because they won't take action. Yeah. You can give someone two four kilo dumbbells and they can make the most amount of progress during a lockdown because they've taken action. So it's up to you what you do with your situation. And what energy you put in certain places. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, but anyway, yeah, built this up. So gradually started getting a few clients. And then I ended up getting a job. So my thought process was, right, I can train people in the evenings. What can I do in the day? Because most people are at work in the day. And I ended up thinking, right, looked on, I think, was it Indeed? Is that the yeah, 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 yeah. Two, literally, I don't even think I got to the second page. Fitness, at, at this point, I was so decisive. Like, I just, I saw something, I just didn't even question it. Did that just stop? Yeah. Is the robot? That's not. Cap, mics are, that's not. Should we carry on? Yeah, carry on. So, yeah, didn't stop. Didn't stop, and, um, didn't stop like we just did. And, uh, I was very decisive at that time. So, um, very, yeah, very decisive. Anything that I sort of thought about, I just made the decision. So I'm on Indeed. I didn't even get to page two, and I just saw, like, fitness superstores basically selling gym equipment, salesman, part-time, thought, perfect. Like, I could do that part-time. And the, my main thought process was, I was like, oh, perfect. I can get that job and get some big discounts for my gym equipment through <laughs> here. That, that was my main thought process. Yeah. Went home, sort my CV out, dropped it in the next day, emailed it to, and... Uh, yeah, basically, long story short, ended up getting a job at Fitness Superstore. And I'd done that through Thursday to Sunday, part-time. I started adding equipment to here with, obviously, the money I was making from there and building my clientele up here. Along that, I also was... I basically then thought, oh, I need to be doing everything under the sun. Like, so I'd done a tiling course and... Then I was tiling Monday through to Wednesday, working Thursday to Sunday at Fitness Superstore, and then afterwards I was training clients. So Monday through to Sunday I was working like full days and then training, uh, PTing people, and then training myself, still making yeah. time for that. Yeah. And again, I was just taking action. Like That's what a lot of it is, is just action. Success, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you don't take action, it's like I will over IQ. It doesn't matter how intelligent yeah. you are. 
100%. people would probably say you're an absolute idiot for going and get that card with those sort of things but you actually it made you put the action in yeah yeah definitely 100% yeah I that's yeah I do over IQ any day of the week doesn't matter how intelligent you are if you can't actually grow the balls to start your own business you're never going to be a millionaire no never and you're never going to get anywhere like a lot of people just talk as well and I think walking it's funny because a lot of people talk but walking actually speaks a lot louder so yeah people just talk about making businesses but this is one of the reasons we want to do the podcast to try and edge people to start the business they want to start to take action so um yeah that's where i was at with that and then i got to a point with where fortunately i I basically built this up to a decent enough level where Where it was like right i can i I basically stopped the tiling before that because i was then pt monday tuesday wednesday and then i got to a point where right i remember i went on a little holiday i think it was like amsterdam say holiday just like a little weekend away and uh, I was reading a book actually on the plane there and it said like do the one thing that scares you the most or something yeah, like sick. that and I messaged my manager there and then saying sorry mate I think I'm going to have my notes in soon and I had quite a good relationship with him so I wanted to make him aware before I actually handed it in and then come back handed it in and I remember at the time everyone said to me oh why are you doing that like, mum was like oh it's a secure income. Everyone's giving me the, the safe option. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was just like, no, 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 like, let, let me just do this sort of thing. And I, I'd done it and I had more, it was at that point where I could stop there and still earn all right money from PT in. And then I've now got more time to put energy into the thing that I'm actually passionate about. Therefore I can scale because I've got more energy. Yeah. So yeah, that's. Yeah, you left Fitness Superstore. So then you are pretty much, you're self-employed. So obviously yeah, you got busy enough to leave and be self-employed. Yeah. Um, and then we just take it from there. So then obviously where does, um, in terms of obviously learning more, mentorships, things like that come in. And obviously then where did I come in? Uh, okay, yeah. So throughout that sort of process of coming back from hideout to my, that, that first year, I think it took me six months to leave fitness you saw stop tiling or about eight months. Which is quick. Which is pretty quick, I guess. At the time, it didn't feel quick, but that's because I'm being impatient. And yeah, that's yeah. one thing you shouldn't be. Because, like we say, yeah. it's like, yeah. we, we set goals or we want to get somewhere, but it's just a case of time catching up. Yeah. Um, you know you're going to get there. In your head, you're going to do that or run that or do this yeah. or start this, but you can't rush it. Like You can't, you can't just say I'm self-employed and quit your job and be self-employed. Yeah, it's you, not really ideal or mature. No, not at all. And... Yeah, I totally agree with that. And that's why I think at the time I was feeling impatient, but I now realise now that it's just a case of sort of enjoying the process as well as the progress. So you need to set goals. You need to say, I want to get that, but you need to fall in love with the actual process itself. So you have to have a passion for progress, but you also need to fall in love with the process. So, um, yeah, totally agree with that. So Fitness Superstore... Finished there. Finished there. And then I, throughout that sort of process, sorry, I was investing a lot in courses. I remember I bought a course, Amazon FBA course of a guy called Johnny Bradley um, to like sell Amazon products. I also, there was a couple of courses I bought at the time. I remember like Toys R Us were going uh, bankrupt at the time. Yeah. And I remember I went there with my ex-girlfriend, bought loads of toys, tried to sell them. Like 
I remember doing car boots and this was sort of before the PT picked up. Yeah, so yeah. this was like investing in myself and getting some knowledge behind me. Now, I then finished with the Superstore and that's when you sort of... Yeah, I, so... I come back from hideout the second year actually. So the festival I went to the first year. I come back from hideout the second year and I saw, I saw an entrepreneur called Eman. He said he was going to do a mastermind like a weekend where you go to his flat in Chelsea and basically learn off him for two days. And that's where I actually met one of my first main mentors, Bob, as well as Eman, because Eman did do the weekend, and that is when Charlie messaged me. Yeah, yeah. Because we didn't actually know each other before this, we should have probably said that at the start. Yeah, so we were strangers before he messaged me on Instagram, and I started mentoring him. Yeah. So what was it? Twenty eighteen that summer. Yeah, July? So it was twenty eighteen. Yeah, it was about July. So. I, saw, I followed E-Man, so weird, we followed the same entrepreneurs and probably kind of had the same vision maybe, um, but I saw on my Instagram that you were with E-Man yeah. um, and Bob, I didn't know who the Bob was, but E-Man, and then I just wanted to do better as well, do something, um, just dropped out of uni, so I messaged you, didn't I, and said sort of like, I'm into fitness, so, I don't know you know what I said, we'll get we out. We should have got a message yeah. out, yeah, we um, get a message out. <laughs> I think I said like, I'm into fitness, Love my fitness and stuff. I just I'm looking into job shipping, entrepreneurial stuff, all this sort of stuff. I want to make money, do money, do make money and make my own business. Yeah. How are you doing this? And how do you know Eman? I think I was gobsmacked because you were with Eman, and he was like a celebrity in my eyes. I was at uni looking at him earning Me, a lot of money. Like, I'm pretty sure he was doing like at the time I was messaged him. I think he was doing like million pound months, like profit. Yeah. So he was um, he's big time. He's he's even bigger now. So yeah. You he's even him. bigger now. How old is he? 20? Your age? Yeah, younger, 20, maybe. I think he's a year younger than me. 20, I think he is. Yeah, genius. Yeah, very smart guy. But so, yeah, you were with him. Um, I saw that and I messaged you, and that's where we come into contact, didn't we? So. Yeah, that's where we come into contact. I remember so, getting a message and being like, because I was with Bob at the time, my sort of first main mentor, and I was like, oh, this guy sort of wants his mentorship. And I tried to like reply to push you to message Bob. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. So, you said, I feel like you maybe you're a bit uncomfortable with it at first. And I think I literally said, now nah, I want you. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, said, you said, like, you're yeah. doing what I want to do. I want to talk to you. Yeah. Um, and also, in terms of mentorship, I think we need to go into this. So that week, that weekend, in terms of investing in yourself, that was... Yeah, that was an expensive weekend. weekend. Like, so. That was an expensive weekend. So that weekend cost me £2,200. And that's for two yeah. days to learn off uh, Eman and Bob. And yeah. people would probably hear that and be like, that's Perfect. a lot of money. But then you got to remember, I'm actually learning business of a person who has who's doing million pound months, and people would pay how much for a uni degree in business? Yeah. Learning off a teacher that has never owned a business. Yeah, man. So you go to uni and be forty grand a debt, uh, probably learning off someone who's earning fifty grand a year. But and, and there's nothing wrong with earning fifty grand a year, by the way. No. But you're learning off someone who doesn't yeah. actually know what. You, uh, you're trying to learn. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, They've whereas, not actually taken action and done it themselves. They haven't executed. Yeah. They're just... So yeah. So you paid... Basically, you're... There's no... That is no... It sounds expensive to the outsider, but to you and what that's returned to you and in terms of knowledge, um, two grand was obviously a lot of money at the time, but... The return on investment, more, yeah, is, 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 massive. is massive. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So you just need to say that in terms of investing yourself is... It's not two hundred pounds. It's not hundred pounds. It's not ten pounds on a book. Don't get me wrong, books are sick, but you take a big leaps, and that's why where you are, where you are now. I would say. Yeah, so it, it definitely pays off one hundred percent. And normally, like the more you invest in something, the more it pays off. The bigger return you get, 
yeah. as long as it's like a legitimate thing like yeah. Iman yeah, does or... and I would say as well like we've discussed before the more you actually invest in yourself like if you're paying per, like online coaches and, and personal trainers when you actually pay you work you do it oh 100 yeah I, I couldn't agree with that more I couldn't agree with that more so yeah, yeah when, you, when you invest in something you you do you, it yeah you do it there's no way about it like like if put it this way if I said right I'm going to do your online coaching for you, it's going to be free, I'm going to do your online coaching for you, and it's going to cost... One pound a day or something, yeah, nothing. Nothing, like, if I, yeah, if I, if I basically put a value on it, then you would work more because you've invested more. You, you're not going to be like, oh, I'm not training today. Like, if it was free, you wouldn't train, but if yeah. you spent a lot of money on it, you'd get up and do it. Yeah. So that's the sort of thought process behind it, and when you invest a lot in a course or a mentorship program or a, a mastermind weekend, you're thinking... Right, I've just spent all that money on it. I'm now, now we're definitely going to take action. Yeah. There's no way about it. Yeah, sick. So, so you went to that weekend, obviously, with E-Man, learned loads there, come back. Um, and what did you do there? So, obviously, pretty much, long story short, you started mentoring me, didn't yeah. you, from yeah. that. So you tried to push me onto Bob and said, nah, um, he can mentor you kind of thing, get in contact with him. And I was like, like he's not a PT, he doesn't really know about fitness, I want you to mentor me. Um, and I think Bob kind of helped you to push you to say, no, you can do it, take him on, didn't they? Yeah, I think you said no, and then Bob sort of said, well, you do it. And I was like, well, I've never mentored anyone. And so, again, it's just, it's being kind of, you, you have to be uncomfortable to, to move forward, basically. And at the time, I was a bit like, well, I've never done this before, and I probably am going to have to wing it a little bit. Not wing it, because I, I did know yeah. how to mentor you. Yeah, you, it's just a case of me teaching you'd already done what it. I've done. Yeah, you'd already done it. But I've never actually mentored. So, um, yeah, said yeah. We ended up getting on a call, didn't we? I was on the train back from uh, from London. Yeah. And then, uh, and then obviously I said how much it was. So. Yeah, three hundred pound a month. So yeah, yeah it's it, seventy five pound a week, and it was like for an hour, one hour of my time. Yeah, so it's three hundred pound a month you were getting for realistically four hours work a week, wasn't it? Four hours work a month. A month sorry, four hours a month. Four hours a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. literally three hundred to four hours a month. So, but. Hats off to him, because again, when what it comes to convincing yeah. himself, he was... I was earning like £700 a month, maybe £800 a month. £700 a month for wages. Half my wages, wasn't it? He had to get in debt. What do you use yeah, your uni? I, I use my uni overdraft to pay you first. Yeah. yeah. And you're in debt then. Yeah. And £75 for an hour of my time was like a lot. Like, how many hours did you have to work to pay me? Yeah. Put, put that in perspective. Yeah, over, over 10. 15, probably 12, 13 hours. Mad. And would you say that was worth it? Yeah. <laughs> so at the time, it seems like a big thing and, and people think investing in yourself can be a bit silly, but sometimes you just got to do it to move forward. Yeah. And obviously do it with the right person. Like you could, don't get me wrong, you could have took the money in for uh, one month. You, yeah. you literally could have, but you're obviously not that type of person. No, I'm not that type of person. And but coming back would. to the, sorry, coming back to the, the podcast name, Passion for Progress, like, I genuinely like helping people and so do yeah, you. Yeah, you thrived off it and we've seen obviously like what's big about next podcast. You you'd be gassed when I done well, when I hit my first like I would like fifty PTs a week or do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, or yeah, when yeah, I yeah. done a certain Even like your PTs, first client. Yeah, because you got gassed. Because what happened was should we touch upon like you quickly, yeah, might as well, yeah. Might as well, yeah. Yeah, so what happened next? So again, this is from you, this is smart. So you I started getting mentored by you. You had a mentor as well, so don't get me wrong. Remember, I'm paying you three hundred pound a month, yeah, but you were mentored by Bob as well. Yeah. So you were almost just smart again, 
probably kind of recycling some of the information. You were learning it yourself and then teaching it to me. Yeah. But you were still paying for the information you were getting. It weren't just coming yeah. out of you. Yeah, one hundred percent. And then it got to a point where Jeremy, you started working yeah. here. I wanted to start PTing, but I didn't know where. And this is where it come to. Where do I go? What do I do? Yeah. I remember having the call with you actually, and you were a little, you were even considering digital marketing yeah, or doing something along those lines. Yeah. And I said, if you're passionate about fitness, do, do fitness. It. Passion, yeah. Yeah, passion. That's what any, where energy comes from. Yeah, so, yeah. fortunately, you did do it. And then I basically let you PT out of here, and I'll take a bit of a cut of it. Yeah. And I would teach you how to get clients, how to retain clients, how to build a business, a brand, and just scale. And that's what you've done. And yeah. So yeah, it's a bit mad to be fair because yeah. So I started working. Basically, I started working here with my own clients, but obviously paying you some of the money, and obviously paying you for mentoring as well, wasn't I? Yeah. And then obviously moved out of here when we done. So yeah, in terms of your journey, you basically employed me as yeah. well. But smart again, obviously you were you were helping me, helping me like live my passion and make progress pretty much. But also obviously doing well out of it, and obviously in a business mind as well. Smart. Yeah. So yeah, that's um. That's good. And, and going back to like the first bit, obviously, if that was to happen now, where we, like, obviously, I don't mentor him anymore. We're just obviously good mates. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wouldn't like going back to the start. Obviously, I'm going to charge you for mentorship because I didn't know you, but yeah, now yeah, obviously yeah. where we're mates, like, obviously, that wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so in terms of that, obviously, so you gone to Eman. We we've met. You started mentoring me. Um, obviously, we did realize as well. We did realize that we were really close. We thought we didn't know how close we were in terms of distance. Um, and it did turn oh, into yeah. obviously yeah we forgot about that bit it did, it did turn into obviously like getting more of a friendship seeing each other loads just because of obviously the same interests yeah fitness um, mentoring fitness self development yeah looking at entrepreneurs striving for, striving for bigger things um, setting big goals so obviously I'm PT in here you're PT in here and then obviously um, everything obviously blew up more for you didn't it for both of us to be fair but obviously in terms of your journey this is when it started getting, you start getting real busy when it comes to that. So oh, yeah, I got very busy. Yeah, I remember this. I remember, yeah, do you remember? Yeah, like, we, up. Like, we went to Virginia Waters and went on a little walk, and I remember just thinking, like, oh, I, I just remember I had so many DMs to get back to, and like messages that people yeah, wanted to start. Yeah. And I remember in May 2019, I think I PT like over, like, I think it was 96 different people in one month. Like, and, and that isn't just, just one session. A yeah, month. that's yeah. like reoccurring sessions a week yeah so i remember i was, I was busy i was in it till like 11 some nights so i was yeah. starting early i was speaking to one of my clients about it and she said like she remembers i was finishing at like 11 one night and then the next morning i was beating her she was at like 7 a.m and it was just back to back back to back but again i didn't at a time i didn't really like, i didn't mind i was doing what i enjoyed so it doesn't yeah. feel like work so yeah. i don't mind being back to back uh, fortunately though I'm, I'm in a position now where i don't have to work as much yeah um but yeah it's uh i've got like a nice balance which is like i don't need to take any more clients i don't have space to take on any more clients yeah. so i'm a nice busy and obviously you have time for other things so that's obviously so in terms of pt in the business obviously you've got we've, you've got to a point now where you don't need to take them to too many more people to be fair um and obviously you've gone through mentors you've learned loads and I feel like that year was a big year for us in terms of we both linked up we both got really friendly that year when you started doing really well but all started picking up for me as well and I think that was a big thing as well mentally for both of us that we were both sort of flying mm. and both started doing really well and it was sort of a comp the compound effect about pretty much the book of like we were both 
learning stuff and telling each other every week. And we were both, you were still mentoring me, I think, at that point, but I was like, oh, I've seen this, or I've done a course, and yeah. I've seen this, and then everything just started going and going and going, didn't it? Yeah, and then it just compounds quicker and quicker and quicker. Yeah. So then, business has obviously gone mad for you, sort of like, maxed, you're maxed out, there's no doubt about that. Oh, yeah. And then, obviously, we come to near where we are now, but what did you start looking into, into next? Obviously, start looking into things, obviously, as obviously you do better, in terms of, obviously, not just monetary value, but obviously you learn more. But as you do better, you obviously look into different things. Obviously, I know you, I know you've got quite a lot of money invested now. Um, what sort of stuff did you do next? Was it investments next? Was it property or? Uh, so obviously got to a good position with the in person PT in, uh, then started focusing on online coaching too. Uh, again, that's going really well. And then bought my first property about three months ago. Uh, four months ago and I've also yeah like I do a lot of learning about investing in stocks and shares and I've got yeah like like you said a decent amount in investing yeah yeah because again it's just that mindset shift like when I got back from hideout I was like right what do, what are, what are successful people doing and I learned that they make their money work for them they treat yeah. every money like an uh, every pound like an employee and obviously you need money first that's the thing is like yeah, yeah yeah it's cool them saying that but if you ain't got any money to work for you then it, it doesn't make sense you obviously yeah. you need to get the money first so yeah. obviously got some decent amount behind me and then yeah started investing and then you're leveraging money so you're making like i said your money is making money which is making money so yeah. it's just so you're a, still working but also you've got a passive income yeah which is basically you're not doing anything, but you're still making money off it. Yeah, 100%. Effectively. So in turn, and that's in terms of investments and property. Yeah. So and then this brings on kind of the next chapter, doesn't it? About this is where you are now. Yeah, yeah. So this is where we are now. And um, yeah, so that that's all happened in 2020. Obviously, it's not been the best year for people in general, but um, I've had like a... Quite a good year. I, I've, yeah. I think, going back to what I was saying earlier with the responsibility thing, like you can take your situation regardless of your situation and make it the best possible situation. So yeah. that's just what I've tried to do and I know you have this past year and we've both had pretty good years. Yeah, probably our best. Probably our best. Definitely our best. Definitely, yeah, definitely our best. Not, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, so yeah, had, had a really good 2020. And what we're looking to do basically in 2021, not just me, but you, obviously we, we're going to keep staying consistent with the podcast. That's one of our main focuses. And another focus is basically transitioning from helping people in the gym. So PT in and online coaching to actually helping the PTs and the online coaches to scale their businesses like I did with Charlie. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting year because I'm really excited about it. I've had a lot of messages on, on social media and Instagram about people being like, oh, are you still mentoring people? Can you teach me what you've basically done with Charlie? Because yeah. some people do know they have been following the journeys. Yeah, it's mad. Some people, they definitely do. Some people, even I've had messages, obviously my following to yours is a lot smaller. And even people who followed me the whole time have seen the, have messaged me and said, how did you do it? How have you done this? You Where are you getting clients from? All this sort of thing. Because I think a lot of people think you have to be stuck in a gym to build a client base. Yeah. Whereas people don't know, obviously, if you learn all, if you learn marketing sales. Yeah. If you learn business, basically, you don't need to train people in a gym. Yeah. Uh, not at all. Um, I didn't. And I've got my capacity. And 
everyone was telling Charlie that he needed to. Yeah. And I said, don't. Don't. And he's back to capacity. So you, you don't need to. Um, but yeah, that's that's what we're looking at doing next. So they're the yeah, two main so. sort of focuses for 2021. And that's what we're excited about. Yeah, so going to be a big year. So in terms of obviously passion for progress, again, literally naming the podcast, we, our jobs now have obviously been helping other people in terms of their fitness um, and obviously their life. But now we want to, we do want to move into and transition that into replicating what we've done. And if you've helped me do something, we've both learned so much about business and building our business to mass capacities and, and sort of smashing it in that sense. Why not help other people um, put all the knowledge and all the courses that we've made um, into obviously helping other people and cre- creating value in that sense, not just fitness value, um, but business value too. And that's what obviously is going to come a lot on the podcast, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And um, yeah, going, going back to the course, obviously we've, we've, Invested thousands of pounds yeah. in our own knowledge, Both like us, yeah. thousands. I can't even imagine what we spent between us, like you spending on me and like obviously masterminds, weekends, courses. Yeah. Even like we bought an investing course, uh, started December, that was 600 pounds each. We bought a business course just last week, which was 2.2k each. So, what we're yeah, now true. looking at is making like a one perfect course. It, you don't even have to be a PT or an online coach to do this. You just have to have a passion for helping people and fitness. Yeah. And just just like we did. And then obviously yeah. taking action. Yeah, exactly that. If you have a passion for helping people um, and you want to obviously live life on your own terms and, then, and do what you want to do, um, and that's, what we, that's the sort of people we want to help. We want to help people that are like-minded like us, um, have a big drive, um, and want to help people. So obviously we're going to keep helping people, we're going to keep smashing it. Um, but also in a business sense too, which is obviously what the podcast is going to be and what you're going to learn about. And it also has a, a big snowball effect in regards to if we help more people, train more people, then in effect we are helping more people than we can help just me and you. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, yeah, more, more people training and more clients means more people are getting helped. So more progression, and that's obviously the name of the podcast. Yeah. Passion for progress. So, I think I've been missing anything. We can wrap it up there. So, that's I think that's your fair. story. Maybe, yeah. maybe just lastly, just to touch upon, like, as well with mentorships, just be careful because you haven't had a bad experience. And no, nah. I wouldn't have a bad experience. There are obviously, there are obviously things you you pay money for which you may not think were worth that. Do you know what I mean? Okay. I think I feel like I've had but that. But you've not actually had someone Yeah, well, I've like never actually had a bad experience, of course. Yeah, see, so I had one person, because I, I didn't really do enough research into that person, Yeah. but I had one bad experience with someone. Um, obviously, I'm not going to name names, but yeah. Just, just be careful when it does come to mentorship programs or learning that you aren't going to get messed about or screwed over. Because obviously, at the end of the day, if you're investing a lot of money, um, I believe for me it was like 500 a month and fortunately I didn't do that many months but right. it, it didn't um, didn't pay off didn't pay off not even didn't pay off but I just got messed about a lot yeah and yeah. screwed over a little bit so yeah, just be careful do your research pretty much yeah do your research and know what you sort of get yourself into basically yeah sweet so that's been good that's your story so what's the next podcast next podcast will be Charlie's story so obviously his uh, his um, position at uni and how he was feeling at the time and then the transition to messaging me. Yeah, sweet. So that'll be the next one. We're going to bring that out next week, hopefully. 
Um, so yeah, look out for the next podcast. Hope you all enjoyed. Make sure to follow, um, subscribe if you're on YouTube. Uh, and obviously, yeah, look out for the next one and follow the Instagram account.